You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Boju is the senior pastor of the Covenant Nation. Chapter 4 and verse 15, 1 Timothy. <coughs> Meditate upon these things. Give yourself wholly to these things that thy profiting may appear. So it's what you meditate on, all right, and give yourself wholly to those things in meditation. Those are the things that will appear in your life. Let me repeat that. These are the things, this is a power that has been given, and it is the kingdom principle that is within us. And what Satan does is that he tries to use that power within us against us. Now, how does he do that? All right? Psalm 119 and verse 23, I'll come back quickly here. It says, Psalm 119, verse 23. Princes also did sit and speak against me. But David said, but thy servant did meditate in thy statute. He did not start thinking and meditating on what they were saying. It's when you start meditating on what they are saying that you give power to it and it begins to control you. It now gets on the inside of you. But if Prince are speaking and telling you you're going to fail and you're like a sheep accounted for slaughter, mighty people are saying that, but you are disciplined in your own private meditation. And what you are doing is thinking upon God's promises and, and meditating upon that. What will happen is you release angelic activity all around you for the fulfillment of what you are meditating on. And the people are going to be surprised that what they wished and thought is not happening. You are meditating on the fact that even though people are telling you, calling you and saying, look at what they are saying, look at you, you tell them, please will you stop telling me all this. All right? Because what Satan is trying to do is to get into your thought life. And what's your thought life, and that's what unforgiveness about, you hold on to certain things, and you see, what you don't know is, to him that has, it shall be given. Whatever you retain in your consciousness will come to you. Do you get what I'm saying here? That's why it says in Isaiah 52 verse 1, we said this during the cross of our service. Isaiah 52 and verse 1. Awake, put on thy strength. All right, put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city. For henceforth there shall no more come into thee the uncircumcised and the unclean. It is what you wear that you attract. And we're talking about a garment within your inner man. You know, the Bible says, put on Jesus. Jesus is not a physical dress. It says, put off the old man and put on Christ. It says, wear the armor of God. It's not physical. So here he's saying, awake, which means you don't get it. This is what he's saying. Here. Wake up to this principle. Put on thy strength. It says, if you wear strength, the uncircumcised and the unclean, all right, will not. Those forces will not be drawn to you. Next verse, it says this. Shake thyself from thy dust. Arise and sit down. Loose thyself from the bands of thy neck. So sit down with the word of God. 
Sit down and meditate on it. They say, well, you know, things are difficult. You meditate upon the outcome that you desire, the growth that you desire, all right? The things that you are doing that the Bible says, darkness can cover the earth, but the glory of the Lord shall be seen upon thee. You arise and begin to shine. You meditate on that and let that control and become the stronghold that is inside your own mind. So it's about 15 minutes every day, or even if you can, five minutes every day. Now, without meditation, which is the secret to divine exploit, while you're going to prayer, your thoughts will be scattered. You know, people say, when I'm praying, I find it very difficult to focus. It's because you don't spend time meditating. If you spend time privately meditating, all right, you can get into what is called focused prayer which is concentrated, all right, prayer. Now, God lives on the inside of you, the Holy Spirit, but the power that resides in you can only be seen when there is what is called focus, when you are looking at, all right, certain things. And it's like taking a magnifying lens. Now, the sun there is there. If you keep moving the magnifying lens around the whole place, you are not going to see the effect of it. But hold it still on one spot for a while and heat begins. You keep it still. After some time, the leaves underneath can catch fire. You have to be focused and still in order for a work, all right, to be done in and through you. That's why the Bible tells us in Isaiah 30, I think it's verse 20, it says, tell them that their strength is to sit still. But they have said, no, we will get up. We will run around. So it has to come out of you. That's what God showed Adam, that the power resides within you. He went and brought animals, said, I'm looking for a helpmate. And Adam, all right, name, name, nothing was, was appropriate. And then God put him into a deep sleep. And God says, listen, if there is going to be fruitful activity with your members, your spirit being, there has to be, first of all, you have to deactivate your body in order for it to do right. Do you get what I'm saying? You have to sit still there and take God's promises and meditate until light now begins to come. Look, when you begin to meditate on things, you will, you will come to know the, the... Look, if there is going to be a problem, let, let me just say this. Let me say now that I, I sit down now and I start meditating over the entire work. Not, not just praying about it, but now meditating on the results. The results I want to see in the lives of people. I'm meditating. I'm taking the scriptures that it says death will swallow. I'm seeing the outcome and the effect of it. Now, if there's going to be any problem inside that meeting, while you're meditating, the Holy Spirit will communicate it to you. People don't know this. He will show you that the generator will break down once. Go and get the second one. You will come out and say, look, let's hire. People say, why are you doing that? There's no need now. This one, he said, this one, he said, listen, go and hire it. When the thing breaks, I say, how did you know? You meditated. A friend of mine told me that he had sleeper about Archbishop without how does he prepare for meetings? He said, the daughter said, listen, he will go into his room hours before the meeting and shut it. He will not be praying. He said, you will just hear him saying things to himself. What he was doing was meditating, and then he will start. You'll hear him say, Lord, I will do it. As you said it, I will do it. And he'll start writing. As you said it, I will do it. As you said it, I will do it. 
So he began to meditate on the things. I mean, there was a, a chap back then in school. I mean, he has a church in Kaduna, Pastor Tunde Valentine. And he would come into meetings and he, word of knowledge, he would just be calling people, you, your room number is 323 Marili Hall. Accurate. So one day we asked him, how do you do it? Ah, he said, don't you see me here? He said, I meditate upon what God will do before we get there. God shows me things while I'm meditating. We are too shaka shaka shaka. Everything is moving constantly. Are you following what I'm saying here? You need to practice that. How do you know a deeply spiritual person? Quietness. Stillness. If a person is talking too much in the office, you know they don't spend time, but you know. There's no need for that. Any small thing, you have a comment. Any small thing, you have your opinion. Any small thing, you have. How can you know everything? You understand this? That's how a person, while meditating on the outcome of his business, can get into an office and say, this is the place we should be. How do you know? I know. Because they spent time there on God's promises, seeing those promises work out within their lives. Let's look at Genesis chapter 24 and verse 62. It says, meditate, give yourself. What you do in them, I mean, we can front, all right, but what you do privately, the thoughts that you allow in that when you are alone, those are your authentic thoughts. Those are the things that will come out in your life, not what you're telling other people, but what you are doing by your own self. All right, Genesis, I bring this to a close, 24 here. The patriarchs knew this. Now, they had sent out, Abraham had sent out his servant to look for a wife for Isaac. And the Bible says, Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the evening tide. Which means in the evening, he went to meditate. So these are things they practice. His father taught him. And he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, the camels were coming. And the next verse. And Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she lighted up the camel. It's almost like when he was meditating right upon, and, and, and the thing just appeared in his environment. That's why it tells us in Hebrews chapter 11, if you are mindful of the country from which you came out, you create opportunities if truly they had been mindful. All right? And when you meditate, you make your mindful of it of the country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunities to have returned. So this is the power that we have within. What you are mindful of, all right, is the opportunities you are going to see on the outside. If your mind is full completely of negative things, then you create the opportunities for those things, all right, to happen. And, and it keeps going back. So if you are mindful of the past, all right, negative things in the past, then you create. But if you are mindful of the good things that God has done in the past, then you create the opportunities, which means you see in your environment how those things can also happen again. Psalm 103, sorry, 143 and verse 5. It tells us this, why David practiced this. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all thy works. I muse, the word muse is also meditation, on the work of thy hands. Uh, so David said, I remember the days of old. I never forget those things. I muse and meditate. I go over it. All right, how you delivered me from the bear and the lion. 
And you know, some things have happened in your life that you didn't understand how it happened. Now, you fulfilled the law for it to happen, but you didn't do it consciously. You did it unconsciously. But then, when you go and start meditating on how the entire thing happened, then you discover what you did that you are not even aware of. That now can now make you now know, in this situation I am in, let me do it this way. God reminds you of maybe somebody you helped somewhere or something. Maybe, let me, it just happened that you don't even know that somebody sent you a, a mail or somebody asked for help and, and you just did the help and the person said it will be well with you. Things will happen right for you. Three days after, everything fell into place. All right? Now, you didn't know that it was the... So while you are meditating, the Holy Spirit reminds you of that thing you did and reminds you of what the person said and then suddenly you see it and it matches and then you now realize that somebody like that came to you yesterday and you say, go, 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 go. You know you go and look for the person. You just say, please, can you go and look for this person? Call this person. Well, I said, call this person. All right? That's how you come to know within your consciousness, all right, before even things happen. Right? Because you spent time. But you see, if everything is just, you know, you know like you're just, what do you, they call this thing, you know, when you can't even focus, then it's all just guesswork. So I appeal that, all right, this, because you change your mindset, they say, every 30 days. Spend the first 30 days, if it's just 10 minutes, you can do it five minutes. The power resides in you. The Holy Spirit resides in you. And he needs your mind to be able to express himself in and through you. That's why Paul said, when you pray, the peace of God that passeth all understanding will flood your heart. He said, now think upon these things. All right, if you're going to see the result, think. You can't just be thinking on anything in your private time and saying anything without any control and just feel that, you know, if I would just beg God and just fast and beg God and do all that, then things are going to happen. You have to. What you say to yourself privately, what you are saying in your chamber is what the angels are carrying. You can come out and be telling somebody, I mean, you can call somebody out in your heart and see the person, your boss, you can say all kinds of things to the boss. All right? I say, God bless you. Happy New Year. Hope you brought inside your heart. This most useless person. You see, it's what you said in your heart that will happen. When it's time for promotion, you just see the most useless person manifest uselessness. But you say, but I greeted this person. I followed this person out. I went where, when they were doing child's wedding. I was there. I carried coke for the person. All over. But it's who you are that actually shows. And then somebody else that has no contact with that person whatsoever. They said, go and promote that person from her. How did he know that? An angel carried the voice. Are you following what I'm saying? How did it happen? An angel carried the voice. Right? So what you should do is consciously, that's why Paul told Timothy, he said, meditate upon these things. You know why the person, when the... When the Bible says that whatsoever he does shall prosper, the reason is not just, it's because while he was meditating, he discovered how to do it. He discovered what to do, where the challenges will be. He understood it. All right? That this is where the challenges will be. This is what is going to happen in this particular situation. He understood it. 
you meditate on that. And you say it, all right, to your own self there. And you have that, what we call that, quiet time with your own self. An ornament of a meek and a quiet spirit. Where you are not disturbed by anything on the outside and you are focused, all right, on what you have to do. And you, I mean, you start, I mean, when we want to open a church in Nairobi, I just, I was meditating, thinking upon it, and then somebody suddenly, somebody wrote to me and said, listen to me, if you ever have any thought of coming to Nairobi, listen, I used to come to church, and I know I met her once in church, all right? In fact, during when we were trying to build the community groups, she was part of the team, and she suggested that COVID scattered it at that time, and she, she went back, but she suggested a community group for Africans who come to live in Nigeria. It says sometimes we don't even know our way around this place. I said, I see them in church coming, South Africans, and we know ourselves, but there's no group. And she said that. She just wrote me from Nairobi. I didn't even, I said, if you need any network and help, I'll be, you see, when you meditate on things, are you found safe? So what Satan really wants to control is what are you looking at? He wants you, all right, to absorb this, look, as much as you are saying, let me tell you this, as much as you are saying, Nigeria is this. Do you know that some people are prospering more than they could ever prosper? <laughs> Listen, I went to sit down in a place, a place, I went to buy some stuff. While I sat down, right, there was a chap and a lady, they were talking and it was very conversational. This lady was brilliant, young people, and I just told her, she was really saying brilliant things. So after, before I got up, all right? I ordered some things. Two of them just came to meet me and said, you know, we need to make this presentation. I'm an entrepreneur and all of this. I live in Lekki. You open the covenant table. It's near my house. And then began to make their presentation there. And, you know, and I found them quite impressive. It was always like, this man wasn't escape. All right? They just saw me that we have to make our presentation. Now, the presentation they made was exactly what we want to do in platform in May. And I talked to them. I said, this thing you are saying is what we want to do. Now, they told me about what they were doing, and young Nigerians now who are working from, for Amazon from Lagos, making $4,000 a month. People making $3,000, $6,000 a month. So as much as you are saying there is trouble, listen to me, some people have found the springs of water. If you are thinking APC, APC, some people are, are doing, you see, it's so that you have been sold a baggage good on social media and that's what has entered your heart. A friend of mine, a member of this church, they wanted to buy a house in Ikoyu, 450 million. They know the person who was selling the house. They said, can we stagger payments? He said, you are my friends, but there are people. He said, I do not understand what's going on in Nigeria now. He said, before, people used to stagger. Now they are paying it as once. So there are people paying at once. <laughs> if you go and meet those people, they will never tell you their thoughts because you will kill them on social media. Yeah. You will come after them, so they will keep it to themselves. And they are a small group. While the social media work people, these people you are listening to, they may be divorcing every day, every right, left, and center, and planting those seeds into you, saying, we are woke. Are you saying, I'm woke, I'm woke, I'm woke, I'm woke. Do you understand? Even if you run to Canada, you must meditate in Canada. You have to go to Canada. You must do what? 
meditate since I can. When I went to Canada recently, I told myself, I spill. I said, I don't know why people are coming here. It'd be by coincidence. All right? It's not like that. But I'm not saying you can't go. But when you get there, a lizard in Nigeria can't just become alligator in, in Canada by flight. You have to go through mind what? Renoir. Do you understand what I'm saying? Or else what you just do is posting Instagram photographs for those who don't know. <laughs> that we enjoy here. But those who know, will know that coincy. <laughs> All right? So meditate. And those of you that choose to stay in 10 years must own the land. Nobody must leave you here and come back and meet you in a rented apartment. You will be telling them, I have houses. I can Listen to me, you must make up your mind though. In my own generation, those that went, when they came back, I can count for you in my class that stayed. I can count their names. If I call their names, you know them. In my class, that while we're in class together. They do what? They own the land. Are you following what I'm saying here? Yeah. Huh? So, I must say anybody shouldn't go. You can go. But when you get there, go and look for scriptures on strangers shall inherit. And what you didn't do in Lagos, do it in that place. There's no racism. If they tell you that, get up and go. Don't say that they are doing racism. Just say, as a straight. Don't use that. If you follow them, this way it's racist. That's the end. Don't you turn. That's the end. Just say there that. Do you get what I'm saying here? Yeah? Think on what is right. All right? Take no offense in what anybody does. Don't catch beef. Don't get angry. Are you following what I'm saying here? Yeah. I told you the landlord of this place, when, when we first came to this place, he told me, I said, sir, what's your secret success? I went to his house. He sold the whole of Antonio estate. The entire, he sold it. And the entire street was his compound. I saw horses in his, in his, in his garden. I entered. I said, what's going on here? I said, sir, what's your secret to success? He said, there's only one thing. Two poor men cannot help themselves. <laughs> Two poor men cannot help themselves. Are you following me? Don't go and carry any other person's trouble as your own what? Trouble. All right? Let your mind be zeroed in solely on where you are going to. What he was trying to tell me is you can only help people when you have power. You, cannot, you are not helping anybody by criticizing. You only help people when you have what? Power. You can only help people. Listen, I've said this here. This thing is more than desire. It is power, capacity. Everybody wants to do right. How many people have the capacity? When we opened like a job, I didn't even recognize her at first. She used to be an usher. I said it. she was dying on a bed in India. One, the head usher is in London. She sent me, and then somebody else in church was there. They called me and said, listen, this lady is dying. And they have to do an operation now. We have exhausted all of our resources. She has exhausted everything. Someone just told me by chance. And if this thing is not done in 48 hours, she might lose her life. I said, how much is it? Thousands of dollars. I wired that money to her. She came to see me. I've not seen her. It's almost two, three years. When I opened covenant, I didn't even know she was in the mask. She said, Pastor, this came I looked, I said, what? She said, listen, thank you. She and her husband. Thank you, thank you. They were all that. Listen, it's all of us wanted to do it. All of us desire to help her. But you have to have the means to do it. And for you to have the means, you can't allow 
poverty to enter your mind. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? You can either be a critic or be doing good. If I allow poverty, this country, you won't have that kind of money. And all we'll be doing is we wish, we wish. And then what we do? Terrible country. If they only had hospitals in this country, this kind of thing would not happen. This kind of thing. We have had enough of that. We need people with capacity. That's what my man was saying. He said, two poor men can't help themselves. They can only complain. Prosperity is a must. Do you get what I'm saying here? Even children know prosperity is better than, than they know. They know that to have a generator is better than to be in darkness. Children, if you don't know, they will tell you they know. So it is you that, and you have allowed that power to be used by spirits of poverty. Do you get what I'm saying? The power is in you. Change your environment by thinking right. Do you get what I'm saying? Change it by thinking right. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for your word and by the power of your spirit. We ask that you establish us in this truth and expand it in our consciousness. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Would everybody seated? I just make this declaration. I declare over your life this year, the Lord himself will order your steps aright. Amen. Your path shall be as a light that shineth brighter and brighter unto a perfect day. Amen. The angels of mercy shall stand with you, Amen. guide and guard your life. You will not dash a foot against any stone in the name of Jesus. No member of your family shall leave this earth prematurely in the name of Jesus. You will end this year with nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing destroyed in the name of Jesus. But something will happen to you this year that will make you understand that God truly is alive. For he will surprise you with a blessing that will exceed anything you've ever prayed or anything you've ever imagined. And it shall be a token unto you that God is alive and he is real in the name of Jesus. That experience will renew your mind concerning God. That yes, I read about you and I prayed unto you. But today I have experienced you in my life in the name of Jesus. This shall be your portion in the name of Jesus. Growth, increase, and multiplication. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. This podcast is brought to you by the Covenant Nation. For more information, visit www.insightsforliving.org. Thank you and God bless.